The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Welcome to a midweek editions here at Tail Varsity Radio, powered by Herdad Sports. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel, and you. Hope you're doing all right. Plenty to get into. Coach Rule uh, getting the guys ready before they head off to Champaign. And uh, call the fire department, literally. That happened last night. As uh, we'll have an update on just where things are at for Nebraska and Illinois for Friday night, sounds like things will be okay. Mike Babcock going to be with us. He's in the green room already. Babbers can't wait to hang out. I love it. We'll talk with Mike Babcock from Hale Varsity in about 15 minutes. In hour two, Evan Bland joins us from the Omaha World. Harold will get a jock doc on Aaron Rodgers. Is this real? Could he get back before the Jets season concludes? Also news on... Randy Gregory, sorry about that one if you're a Denver slash Nebraska fan. Uh, well, we'll get into it. I yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll it. talk Randy Gregory now on to the unemployment line. We'll see how long that lasts. And is Urban Meyer coming back to the Big Ten? Sparty. Sparty, Sparty wants them some Urban. Is that real or not? 489-1240, 489-1240. You can also email chris at halevarsity.com. Find us toll-free, 800-825-5865. can watch the show, comment on the StreamYard, Hale Varsity YouTube channel, or the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter feed. can re-watch the show there at HVarsity Radio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play to download the podcast. Brennan chimes in already. Felt inspired yesterday from the Crock-Pot discussion on pot roast, and uh, he has fired up some pot roast today. Uh, Nebraska will need a healthy dose of pot roast on Friday night. That is the front four of Nebraska's defensive line. How was it? Did, did you nail it last night with your pot roast? I think so. I think so. Did you share, or is it just all for you? Well, no, 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 well. It was mostly for me, so the leftovers. But, but the roommates get some. The leftovers go to me. They get they get as much as they want whenever it's hot and fresh. As soon as it goes in the fridge, though, <laughs> that is going on my shelf in the fridge, <laughs> you, and that is mine. <laughs> okay, so it's it's not unlike your setup with with your good roommates, where things are marked. Uh, there's probably security footage. That's mine. That's yours. Deal with it. Well, I had the same thing in my household. Like. The wife says she she will hide about any and every frozen treat there is. She will bury, whether it's the the, the dum dum cones or if it's ice cream sandwiches or whatever's great and probably terrible for me. That is buried in back behind stuff that probably is expired three years ago. And her and Junior both hide it to keep it from me. Pot roast would be a great NIL uh, perk. Some kids want laptops. Others want tablets. Uh, Utah is getting, uh, everyone on Utah is getting a six-month lease for a new Dodge Ram 4x4. Those are sweet. 
to the two to six million dollars. I would say give me a pickup, give me an apartment, and give me uh, Elijah's pot roast recipe. Recipe. <laughs> it was good. I'm I, I know there's trading table, but as long as we're asking, uh, Dodge Ram pickups. Not we're not endorsing them, other than. Yeah, it'd be cool in our garage, right? I, I like what I drive. You like what you drive. But if we're talking free lease deals, that might be pretty high on the old NIL draft dartboard. I like what I drive. I don't like what I drive that much. No, it's, <laughs> no it's, same here. It's, it's good for my purposes, but mm-hmm. like, man. It gets me from A to B to C to D. Tell you what, the Chevy Impala, the 09 Chevy Impala, it gets me from point A to point B. It's a tank in the snow. I've even taken it and done a little bit of light off-roading. Handles it on fine. On purpose. Oh, yeah. Whenever you go camping, you, sometimes you have to you have to take it off road just a little bit. When I think it's of got, off, it's got, when I think of off roading, I think of going into the, the 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 desert of Utah with this big old you know John Deere powered four by four Bigfoot tribute. See, but all I'm saying is my Impala has never once stared down something in front of it and said, nah, I can't handle it. The Impala has handled everything I've taken it through and asked for more. Love that. The low clearance might be a little bit tough if we're in any mountainous terrain, but the Impala keeps it coming. That being said, Chevy Impala 09, not a chick magnet by any means. That's what the mustache is for. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, you got to compensate. Uh, we got to, you know what you got to do? No, I, I roll up in a, a 2009 Impala with the mustache. People hide their children from they, me. They do. Like, yes, they, yes, they do. But it's better than the old painter van without windows. If you show up in a red Hawaiian shirt and a Detroit cap with some, some aviators, I'm just saying. You saying I'm going to look like uh, like Magnum, Magnum PI, PI with the mustache? Mm, yeah, it's a little far. I'm, I'm just you could you you got your Halloween costume figured out. Ty yeah. is living yeah. out of a hotel in Lincoln for work. Ty, thank you for listening. Ty is jealous of the crockpot stories. Listen, you I don't know how long you're in town, Ty, but Elijah, I'd I'd chip in on this. We should take Ty some crockpot goodness for you. Have you seen the videos of the guy, though, that, that he, like, always lives out of a hotel for work, so he makes high-quality meals out of, like, all the appliances in the hotel room? So he, like, cooks steaks on the... Uh, in the toaster? Well, either in the toaster <laughs> or on the, uh, the iron. I have not seen that done. I've seen folks throw the old... The, uh, the, the New York Strip and the toaster and, and Gordon Ramsay freak out. What are you doing, mate? You know, so yeah, I, I we need to get more info from Ty on on if he's used the iron to get the medium rare crispness <laughs> that 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 we all desire. And this is why I don't use the iron at hotels, or really anything that's provided at hotels. Good, thank God, Ty. You went to the single barrel, it did not disappoint. So instead of saying, you know what, crock pot, single barrel steak, crock pot, single barrel steak, Ty, we'll we'll try and. Um, Make it worth your while. I will chip in and get some of Elijah's pot roast to you before you leave town. That would be fun. Uh, anywho, Nebraska and Illinois. Remember back at the beginning of the football season as we're trudging through August and we're talking about most important ball games of the year. And we had that discussion for a couple of three days. We all kind of said Michigan's the barometer. Where are you nationally? Where are you when it comes to uh, the Big Ten race, and then where are you in the West? It'll tell you a lot with how you how you look against Minnesota. Didn't finish against Minnesota, but you played well. 
well, as things have matriculated, Minnesota's not that good. Nebraska's still trying to figure things out on offense. But we're right. This is kind of your one-game season. There's other opportunity to, uh, to get to six, to get bowling. It gets much more difficult from a morale and a momentum standpoint if you don't take care of business on Friday night against the Illini. We circled this Michigan to Illinois stretch just because of the turnaround time, short week, and it's no fun to play Michigan. Uh, It's really no fun to get killed by Michigan, and then you go play Illinois on the road because of their reputation under Bielema and and under Lovey, how physical they've been. Well, Illinois is a a far cry and pretty much in the same boat as Nebraska from a disappointment standpoint. I don't think Nebraska fans expected to be two and three, but I don't expect think Nebraska fans expected Nebraska to be four and one either going into Illinois. Uh, Some combination, but but two and three was, was not something you were dreaming of. Uh, Illinois, though, is, is supposed to be maybe a one-loss team right now. The Kansas game wasn't fun. They were supposed to beat Purdue. They've looked very mortal. And it's uh, interesting to see how this thing shakes out. Talking to some Nebraska friends who really love the program. They love the program so much they donate to the program. They're really kind of at a high level of frustration just because of, of how incomplete the offense has been and that's uh going to be an important talking point can can nebraska and we'll hear from rule in just a little bit but can nebraska figure out to be a little bit more explosive on offense can they be a little more talented in the in the run game they're going to try and run the football elijah uh i don't think they're going to try and run the football up the middle too much or they'll pick their spots to do it, but it's going to be attacking the edge. You'll probably see some quarterback run. You might see both quarterbacks in the run game. And then what what do you get? What do you get from guys right now like Flakes that, that kind of burst on the, the scene for, for a play, but it was a wow moment? Can, can you continue to go to Fedoni? Can you uh, keep, keep um, camp going? Uh, across the middle and, and otherwise you do need to sprinkle in some more freshmen and it sounds like uh, Doss has, has made some progress and he might be a, a bit of a, a new face a difference maker that can help spark this offense that's a big ask he's not been on the field because of injury but from a speed and talent standpoint he's different than what you've been able to put out there well and, and yeah you kind of laid out the fact that he's come back from injury but he was a guy that the coaching staff was really high on early in fall camp in terms of those freshman wide receivers in terms of, of college readiness they were high on Doss can he bring something but the question to me is can Nebraska show enough in that passing game did they show enough against Michigan just to keep teams from loading up the box putting eight guys in there uh, can you eventually beat somebody deep and you had the the crossing route to, to Kemp against Michigan that went for some yardage and a very Washington. similar a very similar out with Washington that did enough is that going to be enough to, to keep Big Ten teams from loading up on the box and saying hey we have to respect the deep threat here of Nebraska I don't think there's been enough just yet and and that's going to be a key to opening up some of those rushing lanes inside as you laid out Schmitty you don't think there's going to be that much room to run inside it's because teams thus far this year have seen the scouting report in Nebraska and said well it's better if they beat us through the air than through the ground because if they
they do beat us through the air, it's not going to be very often that they do that. So we'll load up the box and, and we'll deal with whatever consequences come from over the top. F. Heiner Karberg can maybe hit Tommy Hill in one of those routes that's been open. Time. Or, or Jeff Sims, if, if he can make a good decision and actually complete a pass downfield. You're going to be willing to take that risk in order to say, we're going to stop Nebraska's inside rushing attack and made him, make him beat us in other ways. Can Nebraska show enough to force teams to, to not put eight in the box every single first down? I haven't seen enough just yet. I don't think Illinois has seen enough just yet. Does Nebraska have that counter punch ready on a Friday night to force Illinois to, to go lighter in their boxes and give you some room to run the ball up the middle? Because that's what Nebraska needs. Your offensive line isn't good enough to run against heavy boxes just yet like Michigan can, like some of your big dogs in college football can. Nebraska's offensive line is not that good. you got to be able to show something that will force teams out of a heavy box and give your offensive lineman a chance on those inside running plays. Friday is all about hope for Nebraska and the rest of the season because of, of where you need to get to six, I think, is everyone's baseline. The, there are those of you that said, listen, uh, it just it's too big a ask to get to a bowl game in year one. I think with the schedule you had, uh, six needs to happen. There's no recourse if it doesn't other than it, it puts you a little bit behind with, I think, where you want to be with your rebuild. You need to find a way to get impact players involved so your offense isn't so hit or miss. And you've had different versions of hit or miss offense the last several years where it was throwing up the tray a year ago and Nebraska could and would score on a big play. Nebraska's trying to be more methodical now. They're just not very great at, at doing that uh when it comes to hope and outlook listen you've got early impatience with this football program a lot of it's on offense because of how inconsistent and low scoring they've been you've been somewhat probably surprised and you like where the defense is at although it wasn't great against michigan you didn't like how they looked against michigan but do you have that impatience intensify on Friday night, absolutely, if you don't get out of Champagne with the win. And if you do win, you're at 3-3, three and three, there's a bye week, and some of that early impatience, maybe the, the brakes are pumped a little bit, again, because you're able to get back to 500 with some winnable games on your schedule. And don't kid yourself, whether you beat Illinois or not, it's still going to be a nice fight with Purdue. That's just where Nebraska's at. It's going to be a nice fight with Northwestern. That's just where Nebraska's at. There's no easy game on Nebraska's schedule because there's nothing but losable games on this schedule. Uh, There's also nothing but winnable games. Right now, the rest of the schedule, aside from the trip to Madtown and a roadie to Michigan State, Iowa coming to Lincoln, and then Maryland, as they're unbeaten and almost ranked right now, those are games that maybe if if you win one of those, that's big. You don't want to have to go win all of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're getting to that point right now and where it may be checkout time for the fan base. I mean, you're tired of of waiting for, for two decades. I get it. But the again, the early impatience is very real. I think the pressure is mounting in a good way for this football team to respond. And they've had opportunities to, to build up and, and deliver on one of these moments. Colorado didn't happen. Minnesota didn't happen. Michigan was a complete butt-kicking. Here's your next mile marker for improvement and progress. You look better as a team. 
All right, you've played better as a team in comparative examples. Now go get the win if you're Nebraska uh, with a wounded animal sitting at home. Yeah, and you talk about these next couple games, Schmitty, being a knife fight. What's the weapon you want in a knife fight, Schmitty? A gun. You want a gun, and Nebraska right now doesn't have a gun. They can be a better football team, but if you don't have a gun, it's hard to go succeed in a knife fight. Everyone ends up losing in a knife fight is, uh, is, the, is the story of it. And, and yeah. Can Nebraska's defense be a gun? Can that passing attack turn into a gun? What, what, is the option football getting outside? Is that a gun? What is the gun going to be for Husker football? They'll go win in a knife fight. So, well, it's, it's going to be the run game. We'll see how effective it is. Mike Babcock with Hale Varsity next.